Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, August 30th, and we have completed week 34 of 2021. Today, I'm coming to you from Canada. With so much discussion about the border, vaccine requirements, and COVID-19 tests, I decided to see it for myself. So I drove into Canada from New York, stopped by Niagara Falls. While I was there, I took a ride on the Maid of the Mist, which gives you this up-close view of the American Falls and the Canadian Falls. Both of them are part of Niagara Falls, but the Canadian one is so much bigger. If you ever have a chance to go, I highly recommend taking this boat ride to get an up-close experience of the falls. You will never forget it. As a reminder, you don't want to miss a special interview that I have lined up with Terry Jones. Terry was the founder of Travelocity and the founding chairman of Kayak.com. He will be speaking about disruption and innovation. This session is going to be on September 1st at 11 a.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. UK time. You can get access to all the details of this amazing clubhouse event that I will be hosting with Terry Jones at businesstravel360.com slash clubhouse. Now, let's get to the headlines. A California Superior Court on Friday ruled Proposition 22 is unconstitutional. The ballot measure approved by California voters in November of 2020 classified gig workers as independent contractors. The new ruling deals a major blow to Uber and Lyft and other ride-hailing services who intend to appeal the decision. We will file an immediate appeal and are confident that the appellate court would uphold Prop 22 and protect app-based drivers and services coalition, which includes Uber and Lyft, they said in a statement. November 2020 approval of the measure was a victory for ride-hailing companies who spent millions to promote it. We believe Prop 22 was the right outcome for riders and drivers of Uber, said CFO of Uber Nelson Chai. Uber cited the approved measure as a contributing factor to controlling its price increase and continued presence in California. The return to corporate travel is hitting some speed bumps with new signs this week indicating that concerns over the lingering COVID-19 pandemic are causing companies and travelers to re-evaluate plans to return to the road. Released today, the latest edition of GBTA's monthly global survey of travel professionals aimed at gauging the industry's pandemic recovery reveals significant reduction of momentum for the return of business travel in the near term. The current iteration of the poll conducted between August 9th and August 19th garnered responses from 678 travel buyers and suppliers in the U.S., Canada, Europe, and Latin America. The survey found that just 40% of companies that had stopped domestic travel planned to resume in-country trips within the next one to three months, down 36% from the previous poll conducted a month earlier. Enthusiasm for taking up international travel was also waning, with just 18% of companies that had suspended cross-border trips planning to resume such travel, down exactly 33% points from last month's survey. In similar news, American Airlines is the latest airline to report lower than forecasted revenues in August amid a surge in COVID-19 Delta variant cases. And while that has not changed the airline's outlook, American does see a delay in the return of lucrative business travelers. 
The airline is no longer expecting an inflection in the business travel recovery early in the fourth quarter, according to American Airlines chief revenue officer. He cited the delayed return of workers to offices, which itself is a result of the Delta variant surge across the U.S. Despite this, he remained optimistic for the return of business travel road warriors, even if they come later than previously expected. Frontier Airlines, Southwest Airlines, and Spirit Airlines have all revised their third quarter outlooks because of the COVID-19 surge. Both Southwest and Spirit even pushed back expectations of September quarter profits by at least three months. Southwest Airlines will run fewer flights through the end of the year in a bid to fix issues that disrupted operations this summer and led to flight delays and cancellations. The low-cost airline on Thursday said it will reduce an average of 27 flights a day from September 7th to October 6th and cut 162 flights a day from October 7th through November 5th. It plans to adjust flight schedules in November and December as well, but said it would protect holiday bookings. The TSA recorded its first Friday since June, where under 2 million passengers entered a security checkpoint. While that is still high, Friday's numbers, after weeks of consistently having 2 million and above numbers, show that the summer surge in travel is starting to fade. On Friday, August 20th, 1.9 million passengers went through TSA security checkpoint. That was the lowest Friday volume since June, where 1.8 million passengers were screened. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. Italy has said it will eliminate on August 31st a five-day mandatory COVID-19 quarantine for travelers from the UK who have completed the vaccination cycle and can show a negative test. This is according to health ministry statement that was placed. Existing restrictions for travelers from other countries will remain in place. The UK has updated several countries to UK's COVID-19 green travel list. Canada, Denmark, Finland, Lithuania, Switzerland, and others will move from the amber to green on August 30th in the final update to the traffic light system before the end of the summer. With the UK moving Canada to its green list beginning Monday, this means that Canadians traveling to the UK will not have to quarantine upon arrival even if they have not been fully vaccinated. The British Department of Transport says that they will still need to take COVID-19 tests within three days before leaving the UK and another one two days after arriving. The change is expected to happen on August 30th. After previously requiring at least 95% of guests and crew on board sailings to be fully vaccinated, Carnival Cruise Line took its COVID-19 protocols a step further on Monday. Carnival announced that starting on August 28, all passengers over 12 years old will be required to be vaccinated against COVID-19 in order to board a sailing. Carnival will still allow children under 12, along with some adults with medical exemptions to sail. The requirement will run through at least October. Twenty twenty one will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Italy's national airline is about to make its last flight. Alitalia announced this week that the airline will cease operations on October fifteenth. The demise of Alitalia is not surprising since the company has been in bankruptcy since 2017. The arrival of the coronavirus pandemic brought most of the airline travel to a standstill, hampering its ability to recover. As Alitalia goes away, Italy will launch a new national airline on the same day. State-owned ITA has started selling tickets and will begin flights October 15th. It will take over 52 of the newest planes from the Alitalia's fleet and plans to get 105 aircraft by 2025. 
Upside Business Travel will wind down operations before officially closing next month, according to the company. Launched in 2016 by Priceline founder Jay Walker, Upside initially focused on providing booking services to the unmanaged corporate travel segment. More recently, the company expanded its scope to include largely managed clients via distribution partnerships with travel management companies, including Travel Bank, Omega World Travel, and Shorts World Travel. Due to the ongoing impact of the pandemic on the travel industry, Upside has decided to shut down its business after six years. This was posted on their website on Sunday. Unfortunately, lingering uncertainty about when and if business travel will return to pre-pandemic levels has made raising additional capital or finding an alternative path too unlikely at this point. Jetstar Asia has reintroduced its partnership with Air France, KLM, and British Airways at Singapore Airport. The agreements will carry connecting passengers to 10 cities in Southeast Asia from August 25th, including Bangkok, Jakarta, Kuala Lumpur, just to name a few. All of these will now be accessible to passengers of the airlines for France, the Netherlands, and the UK. Air Asia is continuing to move into a multi-travel, multi-consumer product services with the creation of Air Asia Ride launching in Malaysia this week. The ride-hailing portion of the brand's super app is initially being rolled out in the country's capital of Kuala Lumpur and the wider Klang Valley region. Other cities in Malaysia will be introduced throughout the remainder of 2021, the company said, with Thailand and Indonesia slated as the next phase. In some interesting news, while Qantas Airlines' full-year results were not great due to the pandemic, there was still one bright spot, wine sales. Wine may not have been top of mind when it comes to airline results, but at Qantas, a record level of point redemptions through the Qantas Wine Shop and its other on-the-ground retail businesses helped generate a positive 1 billion Australian cash contribution from the airline's loyalty segment to its overall results during the 2021 fiscal year that ended in June. The airline even added 200,000 new loyalty members during the year. While not enough to push the airline back into the black, loyalty cash flows helped the airline. And now in news relating to the return to travel. South African Airways will resume flying on September 23rd following a year-long hiatus. South African Airways paused operations last September in response to COVID-19 pandemic and long-term financial troubles. The airline emerged from business rescue, the equivalent of bankruptcy in South Africa, in April. In June, the South African government announced it will relinquish control of the airline by selling 51% of the airline to a private business consortia. Qantas Airlines has announced that it is aiming to restart overseas flights from mid-December to COVID-19 safe destinations in line with vaccination rates, which will likely include Singapore, US, Japan, UK, Canada, and Fiji. Travel management companies, Corporate Traveler and FCM have both announced a record month for new account wins since the start of the pandemic. Corporate Traveler announced $4.9 million of new business attained from 26 new clients in July, the highest since March 2020. While FCM has said that the number of corporate travelers has almost doubled quarter on quarter. The second quarter of 2021 showed a 93% increase in travelers from the previous quarter with the majority of uplift attributed to the intra-European sector.
On August 25th, United Mileage Plus launched a new Money Plus Miles ticketing option. This allows travelers to use a combination of money and miles to make ticket purchases. Customers can redeem as few as 500 miles in order to reduce the cost of the ticket. The new payment method will roll out slowly and will initially appear only in a handful of domestic markets when booking through United.com or on the United app. The city of Venice is making another move to try and stem future overcrowding issues in one of Europe's most popular tourist destinations. Starting next summer, inbound tourists to Venice will have to pay an entry fee of somewhere between 3 to 10 euros to book their stay in advance with the city in order to visit the destination. The plan is for the fee's total cost to depend on the season and for electronic turnstiles to be installed at the city's main entrance points. Venice, which has long dealt with infrastructure and other issues attributed to overcrowding, hopes to alleviate some of those issues with the entry fee. In the latest attempt to curb air rage, the FAA has released a new 30-second public video announcement featuring air traffic control audio from an actual emergency caused by unruly travelers. The announcement leaves flyers with a warning, in-flight incidences result in distracted pilots. The FAA will be leaving flyers with another stern warning, unruly passenger incidents endanger everyone for by distracting the pilots from flying. CNN Travel reports the new 30-second message features real air traffic control audio from a flight. You can check out this video at businesstravel360.com slash fun. And now in some technology news. Ctrip has gained access to an increased volume of hospitality content through a renewed partnership with Amadeus. The multi-year strategic partnership supports the technology innovation needed for Ctrip's expansion for its operations across Asia-Pacific. The corporate online travel agency's customers can now shop and book hospitality content via the Amadeus travel platform and benefit from working on the same platform used by more than 1 million properties internationally, including hotel chains, aggregators, and other accommodation providers. Meetings Management Solution Aventry has partnered with BrandLive for virtual and hybrid events, according to the company's announcement on Tuesday. Aventry clients now have access to BrandLive's Greenroom platform, which offers TV-like production capabilities across live, pre-recorded, and mixed formats. Earlier this month, BrandLive released an updated version of Greenroom as well as the ability for partner integration. The recently added features include Showboard, which allows for a timeline-style display for organizers to monitor and manage show flow. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. I'm not a